0: Well, a tribunal has ordered a BC accountant to pay her former employer more than $2,600 after a tracking software showed she engaged in time theft while working from home. The decision released this week by the Civil Resolution Tribunal shows the woman made a claim of $5,000 to cover unpaid wages and severance pay, arguing that she had been fired Without caused uh, last March, uh, but the employer had submitted a counterclaim with evidence showing a fifty hour di- uh, discrepancy between her timesheets and actively recorded uh, by the tracking software on her work uh, computer. The ruling orders her to pay the two thousand six hundred dollars plus interest in debt and damages for time theft. Now, COVID-19 has pushed millions of people to work from home, and a flock of companies offering software for tracking workers has swooped in to pitch their products to employers across the country. Now, the services often sound relatively innocuous. Some vendors bill their tools as automatic time tracking, or workplace analytics software. Essentially, it's bossware, where employers can log every click and keystroke uh, and uh, know exactly what you're doing. Joining us now to talk a little bit about employer surveillance is Jeff Mason, Employment and Human Rights Lawyer at Miller Thompson LLP. Jeff, thank you for joining us today.
1: Thanks very much for having me, Jess.
0: How unique uh, is this ruling?
1: It's it's a very unique ruling, um, the first of its kind that I'm aware of. Um, you don't see it uh, commonly, certainly not in BC um, or, or in other jurisdictions in Canada. Um, I mean, I, I think there's a few re- few reasons for that. I think first of all, I mean, often the the value of the claim, the the amount of wages that an employer might seek to recover, uh, is often dwarfed by the the cost of litigation. So I think that kind of explains in part why why this uh, particular case um, arose arose in the context of a counterclaim. So the the employee had brought the claim against the employer first. They were going to have to incur costs to defend the claim. So th- that might explain why you saw this. But I mean, there's other reasons as well. It, it's often very difficult to to prove that um, uh, the employee hasn't performed the work that they were required to perform. To quantify the amount of losses Um, and if you make that claim as an employer and and you don't succeed with it you can be liable for additional aggravated or punitive damages so so there are some risks with it but um, you know it it remains to be seen whether or not this decision is going to open the door to uh, to more like it in the future.
0: Uh, How common um, is Bossware this this uh, you know employer software that keeps an eye on you. You may be away from your boss working from home, but obviously based on the evidence presented uh, in, in, in this case, uh, it looks like the employer had software that watched or tracked uh, what the employee was doing on the company l- computer or laptop. Um, first of all, is that increasingly more common, this software, this bossware, sometimes it's referred to as?
1: Yeah, it's it's becoming much more common. Certainly, over the last couple of years, um, I don't think we have you know really concrete data on on exactly how much it's increased. But uh, certainly, I can you know just speak to um, uh, what I've seen with my clients. It's becoming a much more common request and, and much more frequently implemented. I think that's largely due to the increase of remote work. Um, you know, with employees not working in the office so much. Employers aren't in a position to uh, to monitor them uh, in person, so it's it's in part just a response to uh, to remote work. But um, I think you know changes in technology as uh, different tools have developed um, for for employee monitoring, it's just provided employer employers with with more options. Um, now, while while it's becoming more common, I think it's important to point out that there's many different types of bossware out there. Um, you know, on the one hand, some forms of it are, are very innocuous. You know, you have BossWord that just monitors email usage, internet usage, um, time tracking software. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, you have you know some fairly invasive types of monitoring that you know monitor keystrokes, GPS, um, uh, some that even uh, monitor the actual. Uh, employees computer screen so there's different shapes and sizes of it but uh, we're seeing employers use it much more frequently
0: do employees working from home have the right to say no i'm doing my job look at the end result but you will not and you cannot and i will not allow you to track me can does an employee have a right to do that or say that to the boss
1: well, yeah, it's it's a good question. Employees certainly have a, a right to object to it. Now, whether or not that's always going to mean that that prevents an employer from uh, from monitoring the employee um, is still an open question. So, uh, certainly, you know, if an employee does consent to um, to some type of employee surveillance, that's going to be fine legally, and and I would certainly recommend. Uh, in almost all cases, employers should first try to seek consent of, of employees, but even in certain circumstances where employees might object to it, employers are permitted to monitor uh, without consent, for example, if, if they're conducting an investigation into a particular employee and, and seeking the employee's consent could, uh, could undermine the investigation. Um, privacy protections also don't extend to certain types of information. So. Employee work product, for example, there's no there's no privacy protections with respect to that. So, you know, I I wouldn't conflate an employee's work with their work product. Um, Work, you know, broadly speaking, is a a much broader concept than their work product. But, you know, if, if you're just monitoring. Um, an employee's actual work product, things like their emails, um, usually that's going to be outside the scope of, of privacy protections. But um, I would say employees are certainly in a, in a better position uh, if, if um, uh, to prevent themselves from being monitored if they object to it. But uh, even in those cases, um, employers can still have the right to uh, to monitor employees' work.
0: So for employees, and I, mean, I know it's still in the news, uh, public sector uh, employees, many of them balking at coming back to to the traditional um, uh, job back at the office, um, this is, and if you are choosing to, to work at home or if you can work from home, this is the new normal now that there will be software that um, will track you and can track you and it does require you to say yes, but ultimately uh, it's something employers probably will have and will use moving forward if, if there is a hybrid work situation.
1: Absolutely. I would I I'd anticipate this being... Uh, being the new normal, I I just don't see the, the genie being put back in the bottle. And I mean, as I said, it, it is I think you know a, a fairly reasonable trade off um, in the context of um, uh, remote work and work from home arrangements. So as long as those continue to persist, I, I think we're going to continue to see um, some type of employer. Uh, monitoring uh, at play. but And I think, you know, the other thing as long as it's, um, as we see it can continue to kind of grow this pervasively, um, as long as, you know, employers kind of across the board are going to be implementing similar measures, at least in remote work arrangements, um, it's going to give employers a lot more leverage in implementing these, these types of monitoring arrangements because it's not going to give employees as much of an option to say, okay, well, I'll I'll go work here if where they're not monitoring employees. If, if most employers are monitoring, it, it's going to give um, employers all that more leverage to continue to do that.
0: Jeff, thank you for your time today, my friend.
1: Thanks for having me, Jeff.